All right. Hey, guys, welcome back to Cup of Coffee with Jesus. I'm your host, media pastor Phaedra and Pastor Melinda Watts. And we are here just to have some good conversation with you about spending time with the Lord, setting setting time aside to make sure you're getting what you need from God. So, Mama, you want to open us up in prayer? Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this an opportunity to share your word with the body of Christ. We ask that you would just be glorified and edified. We pray that you would meet the body of Christ exactly where they are. And God, that when they hear these words, that they will be um, drawn to spend more quality time with you so that they can see more of your attributes, more of what you have for their lives and that they will be able to walk according to your will for their lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. A to the man. Yeah, we we want to talk about um, just setting aside time to spend with God, um, how not to become so caught up in being busy that you forget to set aside the time to grow in your relationship with the Lord. So we hope you guys are doing great. We hope your week is going good. I know it's what Thursday now and um, we're just pacing ourselves and, you know, just taking it easy this week. So how's your week going, mama? Let's just have some casual conversation with the saints. So my week's been going pretty good. Uh, Made it through the fast. Hallelujah. Um, Been busy, but today has been a restful day for me. Um, This was my day off. So I enjoyed some quiet time with God, um, which was good, which was needed. Um, So I've had a very fruitful day. That's good. That's good. Same here. I've just been lounging today, but um, just to jump into the spending time with the Lord, I don't even really know the topic for this, but um, just just this week alone, um, I'm in this group and we've just been um, doing this study called the Essential Studies, um, and it has just been teaching us to be deliberate about setting time aside to spend with the Lord no matter what. And let me tell y'all something, that's been hard for me because, you know, I get sleepy real quick after like a certain hour. And then I'm like, oh, you know, I'll pray in the car, Lord, and I'll do this later. And, you know, me and I just give Jesus this drive by time. But this study has actually taught me along this week how to um, just be deliberate about devoting time with God. And when I say once I get in there. It starts off rocky. I'm going to be honest. because I feel like we should have an honest conversation. It starts off a little rocky. But once I get to diving in God's word, it's like, okay, Lord, this is rich. This is rich. This is good. And then next thing I know, maybe an hour or some time has passed because now I'm in a position in a place where I'm growing and I'm hiding, taking the time to hide God's word in my heart. So that's kind of what we, you know, want to talk about today is like even through the busyness of your day and of your schedules and everything, just making sure that you just actually sit down. I don't care how tired you are. I don't care. Like it doesn't have to be extremely long, but just making sure you take that time to spend with God so that you can grow and so that you can mature in your walk with God. So anything you want to say in regards to that? Yes. Cause it's so important. Um, 
I think sometimes we get so busy and it's interesting when you were sharing that with me on yesterday, um, on Sunday, there's a song that, um, was written for me back in 2000, I think 2002, and it was called Near the Cross. And it talks about how we read God's word sometimes distantly. And for the cross that he bore, we read it so easily. Um, And when we do that, we have a tendency to forget the suffering that he did for us. And it makes our intimacy with him kind of vague, You know, like you you don't really give it your all. There's no passion. And the song was saying, draw me near to thee. So the more we take time to sit in his presence and seek him and seek his face, the nearer he becomes to us. And we provoke and introduce or, or provoke his presence, you know, because A lot of times, you know how when you go into service and they'll say, come on, saints, usher in the presence of God. How can you usher in the presence of God if you haven't even been in the presence of God all week? Because in that period, you got to pull down the imagination, thoughts, things, stuff that may have occurred on your way to the sanctuary or, or to that Zoom meeting. But if we practice Mm. taking that time to sit in his presence, sit in silence, sit in intercession, that's prayer, and then let God talk to us through his word, sit. Then you will become renewed, rejuvenated, Mm -hmm. and refreshed. So I... I think I think that's that's powerful because as you were talking about sitting, I thought about Matthew five, where Jesus begins the Sermon on the Mount, where he's talking to the disciples. Um, but how that scripture starts off is like one day Jesus, you know, he looked out and he saw the crowd, and then the Bible says he looked out at them, but then he took the time to sit. He sat yes. down. And then um, the disciples, you know, noticed it. So they sat along with him. And then that's when Jesus began to teach them. And I thought that was just so profound that if our savior and all of his busyness of having to heal people and set people free, you know, we're coming out. I think chapter before that Jesus had just been tempted, but now he's coming out of this place of, well, I see the crowd. I know what I'm called to do, but he took the time to sit and then his disciples took notice of it and they said, and that's when Jesus began to teach them. And I think that is just so profound because I believe once we actually take the time to sit, he'll speak. Yes. The Bible says like, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. And I know that, you know, if we be honest, like I just, I want to relate to people because I know people, they have children, you have all kinds of schedules. So sometimes you don't have, hours and hours I ain't gonna go there to that Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes we don't have all that time (laughs) to just sit because um you're busy you got other you know things grasping for your attention but I believe it's so rich when you can just carve out a space and you're like okay Lord um I understand that this is pulling for my attention but what can you teach me in this moment? How can I grow in this moment so that my relationship doesn't become so mundane? How can I 
um, fan my flame for you, Lord? How can you reignite my fire in my relationship with you? So I just, I guess I would ask this question, like, how would you encourage someone who's saying, well, I hear what you guys are saying, like sitting down and carving out time to spend with the Lord. But what would you say to somebody who is just has a lot going on? How do you actually spend that time with, you know, your savior? So with me, it's going to be a sacrifice. There's no way around it. So in order to set that time, it's just like we find time for everything else. Sometimes you're going to have to get up that extra 10 minutes. Uh, get your mind right. Um, me, I don't have to be to work till like six o'clock, but I set my alarm for four. And Jeez. my husband always asks, why do you get up so early? Because that's my quiet time. That's my time where I'm not rushing. Um, it gives me time to get myself together and then sit. I keep my devotion right here in this area where I'm sitting, my little Jesus calling my Bible. And I make that time mm. to sit and read. And then when I, I read it, if I can't read it all, I'll take a picture of it so that when I get my, my breakfast break, because you have time that, that we, we just have to make, like I said, a sacrifice. You have to make time because what's important to you, you'll make time for it. That's true. And once you understand the value of spending time with God, it will no longer be a struggle, but it's like a habit. You know, once you practice it for 30 days, automatically it becomes natural to you. Mm -hmm. So that's something you have to start practicing like okay lord i'm gonna set these whether it's the beginning of your day or the end of the day or the middle of the day i'm gonna set this these 15 minutes aside where i'm gonna eliminate all distractions like um who is it? uh israel say away from the noise mm -hmm. we gotta learn to silence the noises because if not you're gonna always stay busy and in that busyness, you're never going to be able to really focus mm. on what it is that God wants to say to you to encourage you. Because sometimes we can get what I call the Martha syndrome, mm -hmm. where we're so busy cumbling about, we got to clean the house. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got. Do we really have to do all that right now? Do we have to build Rome in a day? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that because... I'm the type of person who, especially on my days off, I like to do everything I need to do in one day. I don't care how exhausted I am. I like to get everything done. I don't care if I'm gone all day so that the next day that I have, I can just rest. But as I get older, I'm 33 now. Um, I have learned to say, you know, Phaedra, pace yourself, give yourself space, pace. don't create anxiety. Because I think a lot of times when we get super busy, we create anxiety on ourselves, simplified because we crowd our day with so much, but we don't put God at the top. And then we're right. all scattered brain and unfocused and wonder why we can't get things done. Like God promises to guide us. Like, you know, when we pray, Lord, lead us, you know, Lord, guide us today, order my steps in your word. He really will do that. He will really give you wisdom on how to go about your day or even how to go about life. Like I've been saying this all year 
I mean, we're only in February, <laughs> um, but I've literally <laughs> been saying, like, God, you know, I feel like as a Christian, I'm going to speak for me, that sometimes I make life overly complicated and I don't use my tool, which is the word of God. I have all the time in the world to scroll, mm-hmm. to text, to pay attention to everything else that's not adding value to my life. I said, Lord, literally your Bible is, it's a roadmap for me. So, you know, I'm just been in this place this year. It's just like, God, I don't care how tired I am. I don't care how much I got going. Even if I have to say no to some people and some things, because that's another thing too. We say yes to way too much and we put it ahead of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I literally told God this year, like, this is going to be my year to just really continue to put you at the center with everything with my personal life with my spiritual health because one of my concerns too for the body of Christ in this season is that a lot of us are still on milk when we're supposed to be on meat and so right. babies who are coming to Christ they can't get the milk because the adults are still on the milk that's supposed to be on the meat so it's like God help us to mature and grow up so that other people who come into Christ can get what they need and pull what they need from leaders if we just we big ones who've been walking on this road for a long time, just get out the way and just learn to seek the word of God for ourselves and grow and connect with other people too. I think that is just something that um, we could do better. I know for me, for sure, do better and actually not just read the word, but actually be a doer of it, doer of it. You know, kind of like what Jesus said, like, how can you call me Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say. Hey, I make my word your, your foundation and watch me take care of you. It's not always going to be easy. You know, it's not always going to be easy, but God wants our obedience over anything because obedience yields so much fruit that we can't even imagine. And it helps us even through tough times, even through dark season, high or low valleys. The word of God is such a light and a lamp unto our path. So I definitely think like setting aside time to spend with God it's just like the study we're doing with Elevation Egroup is like, it's essential. It's mm-hmm. essential. It is an essential part of life that we need. I don't care if it's five, 10 minutes, an hour. If you got six hours, go for it, sis. <laughs> go for it, bro, whatever. However much time you have, just make sure you, you know, you make room to spend, spend with the Lord so he can talk to you kind of like he did. Like, I know I got these people to hear, but let me sit for a second and let me teach my children. And that's what he wants to do in this season. I really do believe that. Right. And I believe also when we put him first for the scripture says, acknowledge him in all, in all our ways, he shall direct our path. He wants us to acknowledge him so he can direct us. And I I remember the first of the year, he woke me up about maybe three o'clock that morning. And I heard the words, still waters run deep. That's when I, I was telling you and I, began to ponder like, Lord, what are you saying to me? And then he took me into the 23rd Psalms and he said, and he leadeth me beside the still waters. And I began to research that. The still waters is a place where you are restored. It's a place of refreshing. It's where the shepherd guides the sheep. It's in a calming place. And just think if we're constantly going, 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 Like you said, that's why I believe a lot of people deal with anxiety. Um, even today, okay, so we're gonna get down on on that level of um being home, 
I had to realize that sometimes it's okay not to do anything Mm. because you got to physically rest your body and your mind because sometimes we're so accustomed to doing, doing, doing that we don't know how to shut, shut off and shut things down. And God is showing me that like I was, I've been doing a lot of overtime and God said, no, this week I don't, don't work. I need you to take those days and, and get restored because when we're run down and busy, like I call it the Martha syndrome, we're not as alert as we could be. And that's when distractions take place. And the shepherd is desiring to lead us to those still waters because, you know, sheep cannot drink from troubled waters. Did you not know that? Because sheep are automatically fearful animals. And if the water is too choppy, it makes them fearful. And then in that fear, it causes them if they fall over into the water, it will cause them to drown. So you think about it. When we're so busy with the cares of this life and we become overwhelmed, fear creeps, creeps in. And then next thing you know, we got anxiety, we got headaches. We, we don't know whether we're coming or going. We, we're making decisions that we later on we're regretting. And we're not being led yeah. by the good shepherd. And that's why it's so important that we sit down. Yeah, We sit down in silence so he can speak to us. <laughs> it's important that we... Pray in a session. The I in the sit is in a session. That is to pray. That's important. Then it's important that we talk to him and then also listen so he can talk to us. And I remember when I was in Hawaii, God gave me a word in the park to preach to the members. He told me to tell them, tell them I said, sit down so I can stand up. When we sit down, in other words, when we sit down and humble ourselves and sit in his presence, then he can sit up. He can stand up and be God in us and he can move those mountains that we're facing. But if you're never sitting in his presence to hear from him, like this morning, I heard my word of the day was he said, be anxious for nothing but in everything through prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. So why would I worry if he's telling me don't worry? And God gives us the antidote to our problems, but because we're so busy, Mm -hmm. we can't even hear what he's saying to us. Yeah, it's like we turn everything else up and we completely- Turn him down. Yeah, it's like, I believe God's voice is so still. I mean, even when you spend time with the Lord, you can hear him even in noise because you're so sensitive to his voice. Because I've literally trained your ear. When you said sit down uh, so that he can stand up, I thought about Gideon and I thought about how, um, y'all excuse me, I love scripture. Just (laughs) just put that out there. Um, In Judges, I think it's it's six where God told Gideon, he had 32,000 men, right? Right. He was like, all right, I'm going to cut this army down. And he God literally sliced his army of men down to I think it was either two or three hundred men. Um, and the Lord was like, you know what? If I, yeah, if I leave it at this amount of number, y'all gonna think y'all did it. 
but I needed at this amount of number to show y'all that I am God. But what? Just I love it. This stuck out to me so much yesterday. Um, the Bible says that when the army was kind of on one accord, they they blew the, the ram's horn. They mm-hmm. raised up the flame. The Lord caused confusion amongst the Midianites. Like literally, mm-hmm. Gideon and his and the and his army didn't have to do anything when they blew their horn and they weren't on one accord with each other. God calls the own people to turn on each other. And I said, you know, that's so powerful. Like God, when you spend time with the Lord and when you obey what he is saying, you literally can save energy because you literally stand up and do all the work for you. Now there's some stuff we have to do. Eventually Gideon and his men had to fight a little, but like literally at the start of the war to get everything that, you know, what was due to them as the Lord calls them to recover things that the Midianites had stolen uh, God caused confusion with them just being obedient with blowing the ram's horn. He caused confusion amongst the camp and he did the work. And I feel like when you said um, sit down so that God can stand up, it's just such a powerful thing that we can do when we spend time and obey his voice. I don't know why I just thought about that story, but I was like, God, that's good. Like how much more you can do, how much more energy can we save if we literally just take our hands off of stuff and let you be God? Mm-hmm. How much more refreshed will I be if I just literally say, you know what, that God, that has nothing to do with me. I can pray and I can watch you be God. If you tell me to do this, I'll do it. But until then, I'm going to sit down so you can stand up. So I think, you know, just again, that obedience is just, it's, it's so key. It's so key. I do want to ask you this, though. What would you say? Because <laughs> I don't know why I thought about this. To somebody who was like, I, well, I, I set aside my time to, to spend with the Lord. But it's like all kinds of voices come at me when I'm praying. Like I get distracted by all my to-do list, And, you know, everything comes. You know how you get to praying and just you know, uh-huh. think about all kinds of stuff. What would you say to somebody like that? Like, well, I'm trying, but, you know, I get distracted. So what I would tell them is that, you know, they say eat a little bit at a time. So if you go in there with an agenda, so you already have what you're going to study, what you're going to meditate upon, you go in there already in your little area, wherever you have, and you, you sit there with that. If you get distracted, a little bit of something mm-hmm. is better than nothing. Yeah. Because a lot of people, when they say they hear all these voices and stuff like that, then they just say, forget it. That's the enemy. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and go back to the scripture. When that happens, that's a red flag for me because God said, I'm not the author of confusion. Sometimes the devil is author of few. So sometimes when it's the busyness and everything, sometimes just sit there. Just sit. Because in the sitting, that's developing discipline. Mm. That's good. Uh, I'm going to give them something too that helped me. I learned this. Um, years back, there's this acronym. It's 
So, which means scripture, observation, action, and then, or I think it's apply and then prayer. So what you do is you, you write out the scripture, you, you find the scripture, you write it out. Then you observe and you, you write down what you think the scripture means. Then you write down once you get past that, you go to A, you go to apply, apply and you write down ways that you can apply this to your life. And then you end with prayer, you know, pray that thing out and pray and ask God to help you to put that thing in position into your life. So that's something I know that helped me to focus in my prayer time, um, too. And also, like, I mean, we have these things on us 24 hours a day. Uh, just so many apps that we could grab a hold to, like maybe putting a focus scripture on your phone, you know, I keep a little chalkboard here in my apartment, write a scripture down there or keep, you know, keep a little sticky note, write something down, a memory verse down um, that you can meditate on as mm -hmm. you go throughout your week, you know, as you go throughout your day. Um, and even minimize screen time. I want to encourage that this year because, you know, TikTok and Facebook and Instagram, that stuff is going to be there. You know, just, you know, making sure you minimize your, your screen time, too. It really does help your relation, not just your relationship with the Lord, but your relationships in general. Just learning to put your phone down and just step, stilling yourself and focusing on things a little bit more important than scrolling all day. So I would say that, too. So, yeah, like getting away from busyness is important in this season, especially coming out of the past two years we just had. Some people are stir crazy and they just like, you know, I need something to do. And that's okay. Um, but being in a position too, like even as we get back into the rhythm of life, as I guess, as we know it, um, making sure God is at the center, you know? Because although I don't think God caused COVID to happen, I think he worked it out to where we all had to go somewhere and sit down. Sit down? Isolate. Yeah. Isolate and get to spend some time with him and spend quality time with your family. Yeah. Just, you know, set and find out what matters. I think 2020 taught us that, like, what matters and what doesn't matter. Like, what you should and you shouldn't entertain. I really, well, I know at least for me, I can't speak for the mass population, but it really taught me how to just say, you know what? Eh, that has nothing to do with me. I have such a, mm, that has nothing to do with me attitude. Like, you pay attention to stuff, but you just realize, like, okay, Lord, do am I supposed to respond to this? is my opinion really needed or should I just, you know, relax and let you be God? And, you know, I think I can get so much further with prayer sometimes than speaking up things, speaking up on unnecessary stuff. So yeah, busy, yeah. you know, it's cool to be busy, but sometimes take us, just take a second guys. Take okay. a second. Take Exhale. A, yeah. Take a step back and breathe. Um, you don't have to say yes to everything too. I think that's another thing, you know, um, it's okay to have balance. I've been on this study of boundaries for the past two years, and it's a really good book, y'all. If you want to check it out, it's um, called Boundaries. I think the author is Henry, Henry Cloud, I believe. And he talks about boundaries in your relationships with, you know, family, work, church, friendships, everything. So um, boundaries are important because if we don't establish them, then we can't get mad when things are crossed. So 
have your boundaries, have your set time to spend with your family, spend with your friends, and spend with the Lord. And even self-care, I would encourage that too. Because that's yeah. that is definitely yeah. important. I was gonna tell y'all this too. I know I'm rambling, but when I'm tired, I tend to steal. My God, y'all pray for me. <laughs> I tend to steal when I'm tired. And I learned that when I was in college, because I got no sleep when I was studying in school. And I would just get this bright idea to go grocery shopping and I would end up stealing. And the, the, the funny thing is, is I realized something didn't work for me and I go to turn the thing back in that I stole. And I play <laughs> and I'm like, you know, hey, this didn't this didn't work out for me. And they would ask for my receipt and I would give it to them. And they was like, well, ma'am, you know, this is not on the receipt. And I was, you know, I look down and I say, oh yeah, well, never mind. And I have to walk away in shame because you know, I unknowingly stole. So this is what we mean. Like, take the time you need to rest. You don't have to do everything in one day. So I, I learned that because I learned that about me. So I'm big on my rest now. I'm big, I'm big on saying no. If, I, if I'm tired, y'all, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. Um, because I'm understanding that, you know, I, I need my rest to focus because I am a very forgetful person and um i'm sure we all we need our rest in general it's a, an essential part of life god created the sabbath for a reason and we need to honor it and take care of ourselves so um yeah i mean business i don't know what else to say yeah and that's you know that's good um <laughs> we really have to take that time i mean it is so important it is so vital that we spend quality time with God and that we get the necessary rest. And as you can see, it's time for me to bring this to an yeah, end. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes. You see it again? It just went by again. <laughs> so, no well, guys, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah <laughs> wrap it up um <laughs> before we go um if you do not know jesus in a part of your sin and you would love the opportunity to accept him just repeat this prayer after me say lord jesus come into my heart for i'm a sinner and i need to be saved and if you repeated that prayer you are now saved we thank god for your life we thank god for who you are and um remember to Spend that time with him, you know, spend that time with him daily. Even if it's just a little bit, take time to spend with the Lord. And um, if we have nothing else. That's all. All right. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay safe. Hey. hey.